the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. In God's holy word, you know that word that God wrote to tell us what's true? It tells us about the things that rightly belong to me and you. Within God's word is our invitation to receive and achieve the manifestation of the many magnificent things that God has prepared for me and you. The word prepared for us means made ready for us. Although they've been made ready for us, too many saints aren't made ready to receive the things that God prepared for us. One reason why is because they don't know and understand that according to God's word, these things are rightfully ours. That's why I'm excited to share with you what God's word has to say about the things that God has prepared for us so that it'll help us to be able to learn that it's true, that the things that God says he's prepared for me and you rightfully belong to me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. If you got a Bible with you, I invite you to turn to John chapter 10. Come on, let's dive back in to this word that God gave me to give to you. A word that's going to bless you, not stress you, but allow you to step into the fullness of what God has in store for you. We've been learning a message called Rightfully Ours. Rightfully Ours. Well, God wants us to know that there are things that are rightfully ours, things that are yours and mine, as made available to us as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us at a later time. He did something for us way back then that benefits us even now all the way through to the end. Things that have been made available to me and you that he wants us to know that are rightfully ours. We have a legal right to it. It is equitable and just that we have these things. These things are based on the right that he gave me and you. Now, our job is to be able to make sure we fulfill and receive the things that he's given us the right to be able to achieve and receive and do. But let's hear about it today. I'm telling you, you're going to learn. You're going to be blessed today in Jesus' name. That's if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say. Amen. John chapter 10, we're going to begin reading at verse 9, foundational text of the teaching. We're going to read that, do a brief review, move forward into today's stuff. We're just going to show enough, going to bless you. John chapter 10, starting with verse 9, it reads like this. It says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Now, that's talking about you and me. Anybody in here saved? Praise God. Well, praise God. That means everything that he say after this applies to you. Praise God. It means he's done this for you. He said he shall be saved and, which means there's something else that's attached to our salvation. There's more than just us being saved. That we, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastures. Now, those pastures that you're talking about are those green, luscious, fertile, pastures that he has in store for me and you that place where we can be able to live the life that he always intended me and you to whereas since he's now our shepherd we can then be led into places and into things that will cause everything to be work out beautiful for you and me 
where we can be able to live a life that we previously could not live until he did that for you and me. Well, he said that he came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. We already know that when he came to give us that life, that, that life that he's talking about is the God kind of life. It's the Zoe, God kind of life, which means the life that God always intended us to be able to have. This is the one he wants us to have. The one that Adam blew it for us. God came back and redid it for us so that we can. So Jesus came back and redid it for us so that we can be able to step into the life that was always intended for us. There's a life that God intends for you and me to live. That's the good, good life that God has for you and me. Well, it's time for us to be able to start living this good, good life that God has in store for you and me. But we got to remember that he said in John chapter 10, verse 10, I am coming that you might have life. That word might presupposes an opportunity presented. There's an opportunity that each and every one of us have to be able to live this life. This is not an automatic. It's not just because you bone again, it's going to automatically happen and you're going to win and win and win again. No, it doesn't work that way. There's a part you have to play. You have to accept what it is that God said. Although he has opened a door of grace to you, there's faith that you allows you to walk through that door. Because without faith, you won't have access into the grace that God has in store for you. It's like a building without a door. Are you listening to me? That building to be there, but you ain't never going to get in and know what's within. Because you don't have a door to get in. Well, God says, yes, I've opened doors to you so that you can be able to live this awesome life that I have in store for you. But you got to believe that I've really done this for you. And understand that these things are yours. I've already made them available to you. We found out already that the, that the promises of God are yea and amen in Christ. They are yea, yes. God said it with, with, with definitiveness. He said, yes, I got these things for you. Yes, with an exclamation point on the back. And they are amen, which means that they're firm, trustworthy, reliable. You can depend on what it is he said to you. He said, I've got great mighty things already prepared for you. Now the question is, is will you believe what it is that I have for you? Please believe that these things are rightfully yours. We've been looking at one of the ones that, uh, that one of the things that, of the many things that are rightfully ours. Last time we got together, we started looking at the right to guidance and instruction from God. The right to guidance and instruction from God. That we have a right to be guided by God. We have a right to receive instructions from God. Now, once again, that don't excite a lot of y'all because you're so used to doing things in your own way. You're so, you're so used to being to operate in your way. But see, I found a scripture that tells me, lean not to my own understanding, just trust in God. That I got to learn to be able to trust in God. Whereas I don't want to be a self-made man. I want to be a God-made man. I want, me, I want one to want to step into what God has in store for you and me. Not just be able to do stuff and mess up stuff and then eventually figure out a way to get kind of done what God wants me to do. No. I want to find out what kind of guidance you have, what kind of instructions you have. Because when God gives us instruction and guidance, everything works out well for us. Praise God. We found out last time, God will guide us in our decisions and instructions. And as well, guide us in our decisions as well as instruct us in our doings. He'll teach us what to do, instruct us what to do, cause us to begin, begin, begin to be circumspect. So operating according to the guidance that he gives me and you. That word guidance we found out is talking about advice, that God wants to give you advice. Why advice? Because God never makes you do nothing. He always gives you advice so that you can decide to do something. Because he's never take away your free will. It's your free will to either be broke or rich. It's on you. To either be sick or well, it's on you. To either work out for everything to work out well for you or you stay in the hell that's already surrounding you. That's your choice. It's up to you. But he say choose life so that you and all your seed may live. But even that's advice. He advises you to choose life. It's up to you to do what you do. He said in his word last time we got together over in Psalms number 32, he says, I will watch over you and be your advisor. I'll be the one that gives you advice. And once again, that might not excite you, but God's excites us off the hook. 
It, God's, God, God's advice is better than any advice you could ever receive from anybody else, any person or any book. God's advice is better than anything you could ever get. And we started looking at some of the reasons why God's advice is so powerful. Let's look over there. Psalms number 32, please. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? Oh, man, I'm glad I'm in the right house then. Praise God. If you didn't, I'd get even closer to you soon. I can get some of this on you. Praise God, because it's contagious. I caught it. <laughs> and I'm a better person because of it. Praise God. And I try to get you infected with it too. Praise God. It's called love God-itis. Praise God. I got it. I'm, I mean, <laughs> it was terminal. It killed me. Amen. It was a terminal disease. It killed me. Only thing that lives now is the Christ that lives in me. He's the hope of glory. Psalms number 32. Let me get it on you. Start reading your stanza number eight, please. It says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in a way that thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. I will guide thee with mine eye. That like is ridiculously powerful. The God said, I will guide you with my eye. See, we are accustomed to trying to walk around and figure things out with our own eye by what we see. But God's eye is so much better than the eye that's possessed by you and me. God will guide us with his own eye. In fact, God told us that he will guide us with his own eye. Now, when God guides us with his own eye, we'll benefit greatly from it. Why is that? Because God can see things that we cannot see. Or even if we, he sees things that we cannot see. Or even could see if we would want it to. God sees things that we can't see. Thank you, bro. God sees things that we cannot see. God sees what we cannot see. And God sees what we can see better than we can see it. God sees what we cannot see. And he sees what we can see better than we can see it. Let's start off with what he, he can see what we cannot see. See, there are things that we couldn't see if we wanted to, but God can. And God can see them with his own eye and make it known to you and me. He can see some things and make it known to you and me. He'll guide us and advise us based upon what he sees that we can't see. He guides us and advises us based upon what he can see that we cannot see. That's powerful. Because a lot of us is bumping into stuff, tripping over stuff, running into stuff, being hindered by stuff, hampered by stuff, and, and, and disappointed by stuff. But none of that stuff would ever affect you and me if we allow to be guided by what God can see. God can see some things that we can't see. Amen. And he can also see some things that we can see better than we can see them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because there are things that we think that we know about. Think that we know what we're looking at. Think that we know what we're talking about. But if truth is anywhere near told, we don't know nothing. We don't know what we're looking at. We don't. Amen. Don't look at me like that. No hands, please. Anybody in here used to be in a relationship that you so glad you used to be in. No hands, please. Praise God. Because I don't want you dislocating arms and then, our, and then our medical people around here, praise God, to be missing the whole message trying to get your arm back in socket. Praise God. <laughs> One of the reasons why you got in that relationship 
was because you thought you saw something. You thought you knew what you was looking at. But you know what you was looking at until you unwrapped a package when you got home. Or they took you home, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever. Amen. And then you was like, oh, my goodness. Amen. It happens. That's because God can see some things we cannot see. I say God can see things we cannot see. See, the things that we think that we know, what we're looking at. But we don't. That's because we don't always see what we need to see when we think we're seeing something. We don't always see what we need to see when we think we're seeing something. We think how f- we see how fine they are, but we don't see how non-divine they are. We see, come on up in here. We see, we see that 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 fox on the outside, but we don't see that devil on the inside. That's because God can see some things you don't see. God can see the things that we see better than we ever seen them. Ever seen them. Mm-hmm. That's because God sees with his own eyes. And then turns around and guides us and advises us by what he sees, not by what we see. It's better than what we see. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 46, please. Isaiah chapter 46. God sees things better than we see things. That's why you ought to learn to let him advise you and understand that his advice, his counsel, his instruction, his guidance is a magnificent tool to be able to have in your disposal. One that you should shout about every time you think about. See, God's eye sees way further than our eye could ever see. God's eye sees way further than our eye could ever see. Yeah, it can. Isaiah chapter 46, tell you about that. Starting with verse 9. It says, remember the four more things of old. For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. What will make you so different, God? Declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. One thing that distinguishes God from us is he declares the end from the beginning. And it happens just like he declared it. Why is that? Because God sees the future. God can see the future that we can't see. That's shouting ground. Think about it. The same God who knows the end from the beginning is the one that says that I'm going to guide you. The same one that knows the end from the beginning says that I'm going to advise you. The same one that knows the end from the beginning that declares the end from the beginning says that I'm going to advise you and my counsel shall stand. I like that. Counsel stand. God's counsel shall stand. Well, I guess it will. I mean, that's because the counsel and guidance that he gives us is founded upon the end that he's already seen. God's already seen the end and then he gave you the counsel. Imagine if you was on your way over to pick up uh, 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 a, a, a particular box. You know, you're about to buy you a brand new flat screen TV. Praise God. Got it in plasma. Praise God. About a 60-something, 70-something inch. Praise God. You was about to pick it up. And you went to reach for a box. And then God allowed you to see the future. Where it exploded right there in your house. Right after you plugged it up. 
you pull your hand back and say, ho, ho. And then when you go to reach for the other one, kind of like look, and he sees you sitting there eating popcorn with real butter. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Enjoying yourself and be able to enjoy. And you be like, go ahead and pick that one up. Why? Because God gave you an advantage of seeing something that you couldn't see. God saw something you didn't see. A lot of us, when we're reaching for stuff, going for stuff, going after stuff, we go in there blind. We don't even know what we see. Because if the truth is anywhere in there told, not only can we not see the future, we barely know where the heck we're standing right now. I mean, that's the truth. If the truth wants to be told, we barely know where we're standing right now. We have a, we, we really, we have a limited knowledge of where we even do, what we're doing and what we're standing in. But God said, I know everything. And I will make advantage of you, my counsel. And my counsel shall stand. I like that. The God who offers us guidance knows the end from the beginning while we barely know where we're standing right now. And with the advantage to see the end from the beginning, God says, I'm going to counsel you and my counsel shall stand. Now the word stand right there means to abide. God's counsel shall abide. It means to remain, to abide. It shall, it shall, it shall abide. But it also translates some other words that I want to share with you that helps you understand how awesome this counsel is that God gives you if you let God counsel you with his own eye. Because remember, he sees some stuff you don't do. So therefore, his counsel abides. It also translates, I'm going to give you a list of words. They're going to leave them on the screen so that you can make sure you get them all. And that is accomplish, be clearer, Confirm, continue, endure, make ready, help, hold, help to lift up again, help to lift up again, perform, raise up, remain. Rise up again. Rise up against. Set up. Are oh, you being set up? Set up. Establish. Make to stand. Make to stand up. Stir up. Strengthen. Succeed and uphold. I'm going to repeat those. God says, my counsel shall stand. I declare the end from the beginning. And my counsel shall stand. It shall accomplish. It shall be clearer. It shall confirm. It shall continue. It shall endure. It shall make good. It shall help. It shall hold. It shall help to lift up again. It shall perform. It shall raise up. Remain. Rise up again. Rise up against. Set up. Establish. Make to stand. Make to stand up. Stir up. Strengthen. 
succeed and uphold. That's what God's counsel does. Any one or combination of those is what God's counsel does when he gives you his counsel. Who in the heck would not let God guide them in life when that's what God's counsel does? Now, you know me. I'm going to go through each one of these individually because I don't want you to just write down a word and then walk out of here without understanding what you just heard. My job is to bring clarity and understanding to you. God's counsel shall stand because he knows the end from the beginning. He declares the end from the beginning. It shall stand. It shall, first one, accomplish. Accomplish. It shall accomplish what is given to accomplish when it's heeded and acted upon by us. It shall accomplish what it is given to accomplish when it's heeded and acted upon by us. I can give you directions to my place and tell you that I got a wonderful meal waiting on you at my place. But if you don't heed my directions, you might not make it to my place. Because uh, the uh, advice I gave you, the counsel I gave you was excellent. But your willingness to uh, operate according to that counsel is going to determine whether it's going to benefit you or not. See, God's counsel accomplishes everything that is sent forth to do. Isn't that what he said about his word? said, no word of God is void of power, but it will accomplish everything that is sent to do and the things that pleases him too. And it pleases you to God for God to guide you. It pleases him for you to be able to share with you what you need to do. It pleases him to do that. Why? Because his counsel shall stand. It shall accomplish what it was sent to do. Now, will you let it accomplish what it is it's sent to do? Do you understand that this is rightfully yours? Whereas you can have accomplishment of everything that it is you desire to put your hands to? Because you got a God up in heaven that will counsel you and be able to give you advice and his, his, his counsel shall stand. It shall accomplish. It shall be clearer. Be clearer. God's counsel shall be clearer than any other counsel that we could ever get from anybody else. God's counsel will be clearer than any other counsel that we can get from anybody else. That's because their counsel is based upon the little something something that they see or know. The little something something that they see or know. But God's counsel is based upon the end that he's seen and already knows. And the everything that he already knows. God know everything. He know how everything fit with everything. He know how everything connected to everything. He know how everything is impacted by everything. He know everything. And since he know everything, when he gives you counsel, his counsel is clear. Do this. See, you adding in a lot of stuff that clouds the issue. Confuses the issue. God made the issue simple. Flee. Run. While your draw is still up, get up. That's what he said. He don't say work through it, press through it. No. Run. Put your clothes on later. Run. I'm teaching up in here. Hallelujah. <laughs> when somebody see you in the street and say, what are you doing? I say, I'm fleeing fornication. They'll be like, girl, go on. Shoot, I, I see you. <laughs> Kudos, good job, praise God. <laughs> they turn their head after they heard what you said, praise God. <laughs> God's counsel shall be clearer, clear to any other counsel anybody else give you. I love the Lord. When he shared with me what to do, it's like, amen. You can't even pretend like you don't even know what you do. You can't even fake it. You're like, amen. Because God's counsel shall stand. It shall accomplish, it shall be clear, it shall confirm. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're seeing that it's true. 
There really are promises in God's word that rightfully belong to me and you. They really are ours. God just wants us to believe it to be true and properly respond to his word so that we can have and enjoy all that he said can happen for us. So let's learn what God's word says and believe it's true so that all the promises that God said in his word can actually happen in the lives of me and you. Let's believe that all of God's promises are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the men of God in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to God, I got just the thing for you. We also invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions men's breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Sisters from Word of Faith. Prepare for the brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. What a powerful word from God just for the brothers. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.